0: Hello everyone, I'm Jeff Stanley with Stanley Handcrafted and today I wanted to talk about a question that comes up a lot in the comment section down below and of course on the DIY Facebook group and that is wholesale and coming up with contracts for your wholesale client. (laughs) But before we get into that, if you're new to the channel, my name is Jeff and I make candles and I make videos all about how to make candles. Along with how to make candles, I do make videos on how to create a business around candles and ultimately try to help you have a successful candle business. If you'd like to see any of the stuff that I do as far as making candles, some of the eBooks that I offer, you can see all that on stanleyhandcrafted.com. But let's go ahead and jump right into this one. Now I've got a small list right here of just some things that you should look out for. And the reason I bring this one up is because a lot of people ask when they're reaching out, trying to find wholesale clients selling their candles in boutiques or anything like that is there anything that you need to do is there anything that you need to write up with the client and the short answer is it's kind of up to you it's definitely a good thing to have especially depending on where you are in your business if you're just starting out a lot of people don't worry about stuff like that but as you get going further down the line with your business you should keep in the back of your mind and definitely something that you should consider now for me personally when I first started out I didn't do any wholesale contracts or anything like that I was happy to get any customer that was out there that wanted to buy my candles and of course any shop that wanted to sell my candles. And then of course, as I started to go through this, I started to see some cracks in kind of what I was doing, some th- some areas that I needed to clean up as far as like pricing, minimum orders, anything like that. So I've got a small list here, and I'm gonna go ahead and list these off, basically one through eight. Now, of course, this list, just all for your consideration, it's not a, not all these have to be on a list. Uh, There are, of course, a a dozen other things that could possibly be on this list, but I wanted to go over some of these just because they're things that have come up in wholesale contracts that I've done, and just some kind of quick things that you should really put into consideration when you're selling to a wholesale client. Now, number one is gonna be terms of service or what you offer, and that's basically just gonna be an outline of who you are, the business, what you do, you make, and of course what the terms are as far as you communicating and working back and forth with the client that you're going towards. And that would be the type of candles that they have, the type of candles that you're selling them. If you're doing soaps, body scrubs, lotions, candles, anything like that, you wanna put all that stuff right up front and just list, again, who you are, what you're selling to them, so that you know what that contract consists of. Uh, Number two, and of course these are in no particular order, I just wrote these down as I thought of them. Number one is gonna be pricing and discounts between you two if you do offer anything. (laughs) We'll be right back. <laughs> back. Now this one comes up because I ran into this issue when I first started selling at a local grocery store. I took the candles in there, I was more than happy to get them in, sold them at my normal wholesale pricing, and then of course when I went back into the store a couple weeks later to see the candles on display and what they were selling them for, they were selling them for probably about 30% less than what I actually sold them for on my website, which of course you're gonna run into an issue because if a customer walks into the store and they see a candle for 750 and I have it for $10 on my website, they're gonna wonder why it's so different. And of course if that customer goes back to the store it's not a big deal they just buy another candle at seven dollars and 50 cents or whatever it was but when they come back to my website they're going to wonder why my candles and your candles are so much more than the store. So this is why it's very important to make sure that you set pricing guidelines with the store. This is probably the number one. And typically what I put in any contract if I write something up with someone is that they're not going to sell the candle for any less than what I have it for on the website. It's gonna be a suggested retail price of $10, $15, whatever it is, and of course that goes both ways. So I'm not gonna list it for anything less than the store has it for, and they're not gonna list it for anything less than I have it for on my website. That is of course if you have some type of an agreement to do any type of discount so if you do a 10% off or a 15% off every once in a while you might write that up in the contract and let the store know that also if you guys want to do a 10% off you can do that at any time but that's gonna be the only deviation from the price that you guys kind of set and you can write all that up in the contract number three is gonna be delivery and shipping costs so you need to work that out in advance uh, a lot of the a lot of the wholesale clients that I have around town are local so that I can do delivery a lot of these places are usually on my way to work, so I don't charge anything for delivery, but that would be something that you want to write up in the contract. So if it's someplace that's like 40, 50 miles away, you might want to let them know that there is going to be a delivery charge for those candles. And then of course, if it's a wholesale client in another state, you definitely want to put shipping information in there. And usually most people that buy wholesale, they know that they're going to be paying the shipping prices or the shipping costs on those goods. So you definitely want to write that up so that your customer is not confused. They don't order 48 candles at six a piece for wholesale and then they get hit with $100 in shipping. So definitely write that stuff up up front. And number four is gonna be exclusivity. Now certain clients may want to be the only ones that sell your candles in an area. So this is something that you could write up Uh, You could put in the contract that you are the only person in this area, in the town, or in the state that's going to have this candle. And you would give them somewhat of an exclusivity deal where they're the only ones that can have that. Now, whether or not that changes pricing for your candles, that's up to you as well. Because you definitely don't want to shoot yourself in the foot by only allowing your candles in one area unless they're willing to pay for that exclusivity number five is going to be minimums uh, which is basically minimum order quantities Uh, i usually do a lot of these i don't i don't typically write them up in a contract but you can put those in there so if somebody wanted to come back through and order a new set coming into fall winter spring or anything like that i typically let wholesale clients know right up front that i have a minimum of 24 48 and i usually work that out with the size of their shop uh, depending on how many they want to get That way you're not getting into a situation where they want to order six one time, 28 the next time, 36, and then back to four the next time. Now, again, this is all personal preference. If you don't mind just sending a shop four separate candles, then by all means, go ahead and do that. But it's definitely nice to write it up that there is some sort of a minimum order quantity. That way, you know you're getting enough candles being ordered at a time so that it's worth your time. And of course, like I said, that how many or the minimum order quantity is definitely up to you. Smaller shops, I usually go down uh, even 12 to 24, depending on the shop that it is. But if it's a bigger wholesale client, I usually try to keep it up around like 48, somewhere in that range. That way, when they come back through, they're not getting hit with a high shipping charge for 12 candles, and you're not spending a full day only making 12 candles. Uh, number six is gonna be payment terms, and this is usually worked out kind of upfront, and the way I do this is if a client, or basically any wholesale client that comes through, I always require half the money for the order upfront, and then half on delivery, or half on creating the shipping label to have it delivered. And the reason I do this, and the reason everybody should do this, this is one that you should definitely have on any contract, is you wanna make sure that you get the money up front, at least half of it up front so that you're not out a full order. So if somebody comes through and they order 100 candles, you don't wanna make 100 candles in what could be a bunch of terrible cents, and then have somebody fall through on the deal and say, never mind, I don't want these, and then you're stuck with 100 candles. So anytime I do any type of wholesale client, I always make sure that they pay half the money up front, uh, and a lot of people will just pay the full thing right up front, but I always make sure that I get half the money up front before I start any order. That way, if somebody just says, "I" no longer want the candles I at least got paid for the materials and the time that I put into those number seven is another one that you can have on there or not uh, and that is exchanges so any shop that orders from me I always tell them if you have a set of candles that do not sell I will absolutely take them back give them their money back for those candles or exchange them for another scent and the reason I do this is because I know I can turn around and pretty much sell any of those cents so if they order 24 cinnamon candles in spring and nobody's buying cinnamon candles I know that I can take those back and eventually sell those cinnamon candles so again that's another one that's kind of personal preference it's definitely up to you and your business and your shop but exchanges is one of those things that gives shops a little bit of peace of mind knowing that they're not going to be stuck with 40 candles on a shelf that they just can't sell and again like i said i usually have no problem taking any of those back and it's happened very few times i think i maybe had like one floral or maybe some uh some fall and winter scents that the shop just didn't like and i think it was like 12 total so i took all 12 back gave them another 12 cents and within a week I had all 12 of those sold so not a big deal for me to put any type of an exchange refunds returns or anything like that in there which brings us to number eight which is refunds and returns now this is another one that again you'd have to work out with the shop and again you have to work it out with uh, your business and your website and everything like that Uh, a lot of times for returns and exchanges I will gladly do either one of them but I only do them if it's a candle that has not been burned, which most customers are perfectly fine with. Most people know that once you burn a candle halfway through, they're not gonna get their money back for it, even if it's a scent that they just didn't like. And of course, if you do get anybody that says they don't like the scent, uh, it's something that you should have known you didn't like the scent when you picked it up and you smelled it. Uh, But a candle that's broken, absolutely, I offer refunds, and I write that into the contract for wholesale clients. And then of course, if they get a candle that just somebody buys uh, for a gift or something like that, and they don't like the rose scented candle or whatnot, and they bring it back. I absolutely let them exchange a candle for another scent. And then of course, if that shop wants to return it to me for another candle, I will gladly do that. So again, that's pretty much it with this one. Just a a couple quick things to put down in a wholesale contract. Like I said before, there's a lot of stuff in here that I glossed over. There are a lot of terms and conditions that you can put in a wholesale contract. So definitely don't be limited by the eight that I just listed. Add more to this list, remove some of this list. Uh, Pretty much do anything that kind of benefits you and your wholesale client. And of course, that's going to change from business to business, town to town, and shop to shop. But as always, if I glossed over something or if there's something that you have in a wholesale contract that I didn't list here, please let me know in the comments down below. Let everyone down there know what you do in yours and kind of what works best for you. And of course, you can follow me on any of the social media platforms that I've listed down below, Instagram, Facebook, my website, TikTok, my email address, and of course, the text phone number if you want to reach out and sign up for any of the product alerts or anything like that, new eBooks, the new book coming out, that is definitely the best way to do that and of course you can see all that stuff as well on stanleyhandcrafted.com and of course if you like the video give it a thumbs up subscribe and thank you for watching